people out there in podcast land and welcome back to spoilers your bad movie review show on the rat pack podcast network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials each week we watch a movie usually a bad one we crack a couple jokes we give you our insight into the film and we play a couple games at the end i'm your host hollywood and i'm joined by my co-host adam hello today we're watching a movie that me and adam have been waiting to do for a long time yes uh we went to the live rotten tomatoes your opinion sucks panel and you brought this up you defended it yes most of the panel agreed with you Oh, by the way, I saw Mark Ellis last night at, R- at a stand-up place. Oh. He's doing some stand-up. Very good stuff. Is he Is he funny? Yeah, he's hilarious. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Did it, took, you... it, it took a second for me to realize what was happening, because they heard, uh, <laughs> next come up is Mark Ellis. I'm like, I know that name. Yeah. <laughs> then they started like, I know that face. And they started talking, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes yes. guy. You should have had your panel. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The right. Rotten and Fresh. Right. Uh, <laughs> that joke was fresh. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> rotten. <laughs> well, the movie question... Is 1995's Jesus. What? 21 years old oh, now. Oh, no. 1995's Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yes. Adam has a painting. It's not a painting. It's it's a... Yeah, it's a painting. Yeah, it's kind of a painting. Painting-ish. Yeah. Of John McClane from Die Hard with a Vengeance right behind him. That's right. He's in the tank top with his gun holster around his shoulder. Yep. The chain. The, the, with the badge on A little it, bit yeah. of the scars. This is when he was still a... Uh, Normal guy, right. John McClane. Yes, he hasn't reached superhero status not yet. A L- little bit, but not 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 too. It's far. still believable. It's yes. still realistic. It's in, it's in the realm of possibility. Yes, uh, this movie was directed by John McTiernan. He also directed the first Die Hard. Of course, he also directed Predator. Oh, another fine action movie. Yeah, and he also directed the Last Action Hero, the movie oh, we did nice. with Schwarzenegger. All right, so he's in the realm of action yeah good good track record yeah this movie stars bruce willis of yes. course samuel jackson jeremy irons and uh the fourth l- listed person i am to be is graham green he's that indian looking cop oh, he's what yeah huh he's the fourth well there's only like really three oh like, yeah people but i would figured movie. i would figured the guy with the, with the bad mustache would have been oh his boss him. yeah <laughs> the captain or whatever yeah mm. okay let me do a brief synopsis John McClane and a Harlem store owner are targeted by German terrorist Simon Gruber in New York City, where he plans to rob the Federal Reserve Building. I already know the answer. I ask this on every episode yeah. because it's routine. Adam, have you ever seen this before? So many times. So have I. So many. I, it's, this one, I liked watching Die Hard for our holiday episodes. Yeah. Because Die Hard is Die Hard. Yeah. Die Hard's set the book on every action movie that right. followed because like speed was die hard in a bus and yeah every, every action film after that was just trying to copy die, die hard, hard in a yeah. something right we had die hard 2 which was die hard in a plane right sort of die hard in an mm. airport plane plane slash airport right but now it's die hard in new york city now we're on his home turf yes and i, I appreciate die hard for what it is die hard set the you know set the rules for like modern action movies it portrayed John McClane is a realistic hero. Yep. A normal guy. Well, he's a cop. A normalistic, uh, reluctant hero. Uh-huh. Who's yeah. thrown in a situation that he now has to step up and become the hero. Yes. But this movie, I don't know, dude. Like, it's, I think it's a lot more fun than... It's so much fun. Yeah, it's Absolutely. a lot of fun. Yeah, because watching it again this time for for spoilers, I was I was trying to put on spoilers goggles and I, I just I couldn't. There's stuff you could complain about, but barely. You're so like into like the story, you yeah. just look the other way with like, well, how can Simon time that so perfectly? But who cares? It's so badass. No. It's what's happening? It's a, everything I th- I still think is plausible. If, if, if there's something, I want to hear your your spoilers 
goggles, goggles of things because I, I might be able to explain them. I don't way. know if I have any with this, uh, like because everything perfect. just seems so like everything is like plausible. Yeah, absolutely. Well done. W- one of the reviews that I'm going to read you summed it up perfectly. They said if a movie with has some like plot holes, but if the characters and the story is moving along and you're invested, like you just look the other way. Yeah. There's not enough time to think about it because moving on to the next awesome thing that's happening. Dude, the, 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 what, what's the word I'm looking for? This movie moves fast. It does. The first like minute, there's already a bombing in the department store. Yes. I'm like, Jesus, because the first Die Hard, it's John McClane's in the airport and, and you know, he yeah. gets off. Oh, that's right. There's a lot of buildup. Yeah. There's some buildup. He goes to the Nakatomi, not Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi Plaza. He goes up to the party, meets his wife. You meet the Hans, Bobby, that yeah. guy. You meet that guy. Mm-hmm. And then Hans goes in and there's still no action yet. It's no. still just John McClane. You kind of get a sense that him and his wife are having problems. And, yeah. Well, they're building the characters up yeah. in, in, in a way that makes sense to why, why you're going to care about these yeah. people later. And then you meet Bob, the Bobby Brown. I call him Bobby Brown right. still. Uh, yeah. Argyle. You yeah. meet Argyle, the Bobby Brown guy. Yeah. And then like maybe 20 minutes in, the action takes place. This movie, this movie knows what it wants to do. Yes. Right off the bat, boom, a ex- department store blows up. It's, it's kind of like uh, the Mad Max Fury Road type of thing. Yeah. Where the, the first Mad Max is like, eh, all right, whatever. But Fury Road comes out the gate strong and the, uh-huh. the whole the whole movie is strong. And it just moves. It moves. Yes. It moves. It moves. What 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 this what's the word I'm looking for? It's the it it moves fast. Pa- pacing, the, pacing. The yes. pacing of this movie is very fast. There's mm-hmm. always something going on. Absolutely, always something happening. Always something interesting happening. Yeah. There's no. My big complaint with this movie is probably the end. Okay. After the after the boat when well, when okay. Simon gets away with it, the helicopter and the helicopter yeah. shows up and like that like I don't know like I felt like it. I felt like the screenwriter was just like, how, fuck, how do I end it now? Ah, he just blows him up. Yeah. It, it probably could have been better, but at the same time, who cares? Yeah, but everything before that was <laughs> yeah. was awesome. Like, right. I was on board for everything above that. This is one of those movies that no matter what part of the movie it's on, if I if I find it like oh, it's yep. on TV, mm-hmm. oh, this is coming up next? Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm in. Because <laughs> uh-huh. like every scene has got something like, yeah, which is it's memorable to me that I just, I, I can like mouth the words along and mm-hmm. everything. Ah. We because of this movie, we know who the twenty first president is, right? Chester, Chester A. Arthur. A. Arthur. That's right. <laughs> the thing I like about this movie, before we jump into you know the story, the thing I like about this movie is it's a ni- very nice portrait of nineteen ninety five, the world we're in, because they have to use payphones. Yeah, not everyone has cell phones. Right, they have to think the seven the seven wives with seven sacks. Yeah, like you would just Google that, or you would Google the twenty first president. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I just love how like this is before oh, yeah, the internet right. and cell phone era, where like it's like fuck, I got to think. Yeah, it's, just, it's a nice like little capsule of of that time period for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, and like what the the part that I, I had forgotten about, I well, I guess maybe nowadays it's it's more poignant to me than back then. Samuel Jackson is ridiculously racist. Yeah. Like, crazy uh-huh. racist. Like, back then, I just thought it was funny or whatever, but now it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is to the point of almost being offensive mm-hmm. uh, as, as a non-black person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, well, I told you right before we started recording, I I usually see this movie when it's on TV, and yep. it's already on the part where they're already out in New York solving his riddles. Yeah. And I completely forgot about the Harlem scenes. Yeah. And the, the one part that I forgot before the poster board. I completely forgot the poster board. I was like, Jesus, like I forgot yeah. about this. Was it's his I think they're his nephews, right? Right. They're in the, in the shop store. with him and yep. he's like, Now now remember, you have to go to college, right? Yeah. Why? And they're saying like be, so we can be better, so get better and go ourselves to college. and go Why to college. Why is that important? Why is that important? Yeah. You know, to have a better life. And who are the people we're never supposed to get help from? White people. I was right. like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's right. Go to kids go to school kids. Yeah. <laughs> what the 
Yeah. And then I love how McClane calls him a racist. Yes. He's like, well, he he's, is. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but it's like McClane calling him out on it. And yeah. He's like, you're racist. Yeah. He's like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> and then even, but then at the end, uh, he calls John McClane racist. He's like, that's, that's low even for a racist guy like you or whatever. It's like, <laughs> well, John McClane hasn't been racist the entire movie. He's been <laughs> yeah, fine. That's true. The one time that I think they could have been him being racist, they glossed over where he's like, hey, can you jump to, can you start this car? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm an electrician. And just move past it. It should have been like, just because I'm black, I can start a car. Oh yeah. Cause he does that for everything else. <laughs> yes, exactly. When, he, on, when they're on the boat and he has the gun, he goes, you know how to fire a gun? He's like, yeah. what? Cause I'm black? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <sighs> so much fun. This movie's very fun. So fun. I th- I forgot how funny it was. Yes. So many there's funny a lot lines. Of, there's a lot of humor in this. Yes. And I remember reading somewhere this was supposed to be a Lethal Weapon script. All right. But they just packaged it. They just turned it around and I'm packaged glad. it as so a glad it did. as a Die Hard movie. Yes. Because you can get, I can see the banter between Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah. Like I I can see like him having a partner now and everything. Well, this set up the other. I still haven't seen the superhero John McClane movies, oh, okay. the, the, the four and five. You're fine, but you don't need to. Now he so in this one he has Zeus as his partner, right? And then in the fourth one, it's his daughter. It's it, the uh, daughter's boyfriend, the Justin right. Long character. Yes, and right. in the fifth one, it's his son, You're right. who's yes. like in the CIA or something. Like he's like a government, yeah, something. He's, he's a trained operative. Uh, he was one of the. He was the the I think the demon or the lead angel in I Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Right. Okay. Do you like him solo in one and two, or do you like that he works with it's, other I, people? I, I like it a lot better with with, uh, with another person. Yeah. To like bounce with with uh, with with, banter he, with Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it just the, the banter because it allows him to give him his funny little quips. Yes. Versus only in the short bursts when he's on the phone talking to Carl, uh, Carl Winslow yeah. downstairs. <laughs> In the first one, yeah, but this is like it's constant. He can just be quipping the entire time. But even great. part one, he's when he quips to himself, some of that's still funny. Yeah, absolutely. Come yeah. out to the coast, yeah, get together. Good time. <laughs> All right. Oh. All right. So, so like I said, the movie. Beautiful opens, beautiful shots of New York, yep. and then it says "Die Hard," and in all caps, "With a Vengeance," yeah, bitches, and then. Department store blows up, like I said, less than a minute in the movie. Yeah, that, that's what I was like, Jesus Christ! Like the song starts, uh, hot towns, so uh, we're in the city, uh-huh. and before it like, gets to like the verse, explosion happens, and what? Everyone's running and crazy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's the police. I'm, I don't know. I'm guessing is the chief. Yeah, Let's call him the chief or sure. the captain or something. Right. He gets a phone call from someone named Simon. Yeah, and he said that he blew it up, and he wants John McClane. To yeah. do something for him, otherwise he's gonna blow up something else. Right. So like, go find John McClane and yeah, whatever Rocky's under, kick it over. Yeah. So I guess John McClane, this from the events of between two and three, he's become an alcoholic. Yeah. Well, the the way that it's that I perceive it to be, uh-huh. uh huh. He he's on the outs with his wife. He's real depressed about it. So he's acting up in the department. He's on suspension for something that he did because he probably maybe he got too drunk or something. I don't know. But yeah, so he's like he's, he's on a bender right now because he's depressed about his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, he barely sees his kids is, is what I'm saying, and which gets clarified in uh, four and five that the whole communication breaks down with the kids. But yeah, he's he's just he's not he's not in a good place. He's in a real bad place yeah. in life. And like, hey, come jump to these hoops for this guy. And he's he's constantly asking for aspirin or yeah. <laughs> fucking shit for his head through the whole movie. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, everywhere he goes, he's like, "You have any aspirin? You have any aspirin?" He yeah. even tells Simon on the boat, "Right, hey, do you have yeah. any aspirin?" And Simon's like, "Oh, oh, oh. yeah, keep it. It's your lucky day." <laughs> <laughs> the thing, okay, here's the thing about John McClane. 
that I've always liked. He's just a normal guy, and he was put in a situation in part one, and then part two, how get the same shit happen to the same guy twice? Yeah. Don't you think, well, when part three rolls in, shouldn't John McClane be like a fucking national hero? Because he stopped the terrorists in L.A., yeah. and then he stopped the terrorists in Washington at the airport. Yeah. Shouldn't this guy... Fuck being a cop. Shouldn't you just like live off of that? Shouldn't you be like in Hollywood, like <laughs> like being a technical advisor to action? Like like why okay. is he still like? Should shouldn't the president have like given him awards and stuff? Uh-huh. Like he should be known by everyone in the city. Like hey, that one of our cops saved the day in L.A. That's true. That's like Sully. Like Sully. They're making that Sully movie with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Everyone in New York knows who that guy is. Right. Like everyone there knows Sully. He's the guy who landed the plane. He's awesome. Okay. Shouldn't like everyone in the world know hmm. who like John McClane is? That doesn't hurt the story. I'm just like, yeah. he should be like more well known because when the FBI guys bring up the the first movie, they're like, "Hey, you were in that uh, that thing in L.A., right?" And yeah. they're like, "What's he talking about?" Right? Like, shouldn't Samuel Jackson at least know who this guy is based well, on the first again, movie? But that was also L.A. though. That's true. So, but the, but he was a New York cop, so maybe it should have got some press over in New York as well. Yeah, but but then again, he's a white guy. He doesn't care about white people. <laughs> That's true. So moving on. <laughs> well, McLean. Is ordered by Simon. Yeah, he has to. Simon says, right. He has to go to Harlem, which is a primarily black neighborhood Mm -hmm. in predominantly the northern part of New York. He has to wear a sandwich board, and on there it says, "I hate niggers." Yeah, I didn't want to say it. That's fine. That's what he has to say. That's his orders, and he has to be in his underwear. Yeah. So the cops are like, "Okay, we got to be your backup. Us, we're gonna be ten blocks away." And John McClane's like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> so he's standing there. And yeah, this is like, where we get the we'll, scene. We'll be back in ten minutes. Like, I'll expect to be dead in four. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. Take your time. And this is the scene where we meet Zeus. He owns a repair shop. Yeah, and I guess. And his nephew's bringing a radio, and he's like, "Where'd you get that radio from?" Oh, yeah. it's from that kid. He found it. He found it in the trash can. All right, don't you, you're being used. Don't people use you? And that's where the whole speech starts. Uh, uh-huh. Be better. Don't trust white people. Yeah, and um. <laughs> Blah, blah. So he sees John McClane with yeah, the sign. The, the kids. I was like, "Hey, Dad, you gotta, you gotta take a look at this." Or whoever he is, Uncle. Yeah. Like, uh, it's a white guy. I seen a white guy. <laughs> Not like this. You haven't. <laughs> That's when you read what the sign is. It's like, oh, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. He's like, uh, call the police. Tell him somebody's about to get murdered. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. And then he goes up to him. He's like, uh, "Yo," and they, yeah. they just talk. And he's you like, feeling okay, sir? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a bunch of like gangbangers. Yeah, real, real close couple, by. Couple, couple stoops down. Yeah, up to no good. And he says, you're about to be a dead man in 10 seconds unless you, you know, get out of here. And he goes, this is official police business, sir. Yeah. You damn right it's police business. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then the guys come over. He, he tells Samuel Jackson, like, hey, uh, I'm a cop. This whole thing is being orchestrated by some guy. Did you, you hear about that buildings. bombing? Yeah. If I don't do this, another building's going to get blown up. Yeah. But the thing that, the, okay, this is one of the things I kind of had a little bit of like, eh, Samuel Jackson believes him right away. Yeah, about that. For someone who's so anti-white people. Yeah, he's saying, I have to do this to save the city. He's like, damn it. All right, I guess I'll help you. I'm like, ah. No badge, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All he knows, he's actually a crazy person. Right, exactly. So the guys come up, he starts acting crazy. I'm the voice of my own person. Oh, Jesus I love Christ. the black guy loses the basketball on the street, and you just hear in the background, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud on yes. that part. Yes, yes. one of the more memorable lines to me. The uh-huh. way he says it, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Then they come up, uh, they, they start like beating, punching him, they cut the sandwich board off him, he falls to the floor. Uh, that's when Zeus, uh, sees the gun strapped to his back. So he, he pulls it out, he's like, oh, get back, motherfuckers! Uh-huh. And, uh huh. He gets slashed in the arm. Yeah. That, which is why now he's involved and he, they're gonna kill both of them. Right. So that's when he gets the gun, he's like, go back! And he gets in a cab. Yeah. And they're like, drive, motherfucker, drive! And now we're getting the Pulp Fiction, Sam, cause this is 95, Pulp Fiction was 94. Okay. So now people know Sam, they know Sam Jackson as the Pulp Fiction guy. Okay. 
motherfucker like yeah. they know him as the cussing sam jackson yeah so he's yelling he's doing a whole the, the whole bit back there about like uh hey zeus calm down like why do you keep calling me hey zeus <laughs> they said hey zeus no they said hey zeus <laughs> <laughs> i left at that yeah is it mount olympus father of apollo i will rain yeah. down fucking yeah. lightning on your ass <laughs> don't fuck with your show lightning bolt up your ass <laughs> zeus <laughs> <laughs> oh, this movie's so fun. We're, we're, we have, we're barely yeah. scratching the surface. Yeah, it's like five minutes in, but yeah. now, at, at least. So they get back to the station. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I guess they, they found a bomb, uh, another bomb, which we, we learn is this, um, it's a binary chemical where two separate chemicals yeah. are in two, there's one chemical in one container, right. another chemical in a separate container, and when the timer, whatever causes it to trigger, the, yeah, the bomb experts by said, themselves are both completely harmless. Once mm-hmm. they mix together, they blow stuff up. Mm-hmm. Once they mix, they can it be, can be set by a beeper, by a cell phone, by a yeah. payphone, by a radio, Any, pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Can anything can off. set it off. Yeah, and I like how he demonstrated it. Yeah, he he <laughs> he got his shoe and he just smashed the liquid by itself. He goes by itself, it's harmless. But if you mix them together, he put them together and he threw it at a, at a it's chair, like, like a, a a drop yes. on the edge of a paperclip. <laughs> Throws it across the hall. And a chair, like, explodes. Yeah. It's like, Yeah. Jesus, Charlie! Uh, th- yeah. Shut <laughs> up your ass! Yeah, the girl freaking out. And then uh, this is when they get they get the phone call. By the way, they got the psychologist guy coming in. Oh, he's, he's, he's trying to profile Simon. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's Because Simon, Simon has that stutter. I, I don't know if I could... Yeah. Control myself because later in the yeah. movie, when he does that, you can thanks to the like, ch- chair with me in it. What chair with you in it? Because <laughs> later, when Simon gets away with it, yeah. he goes, Thanks to the incompetence of the NYPD. And his crew are like, Yeah. So the guy's profiling him, saying, like, This guy's obviously crazy. He has a hard on for John for some reason. We don't know why, but he wants he wants to he wants to kill him. And so Simon calls in and they're talking to him. And like, uh, what's the Samaritan? Is what he what he calls uh, Samuel Jackson, which is so great. So it's just it's just it's just it's just cute little mm-hmm. like whatever. He he comes in, and this is a line that I did not get as a child, okay. but now is the most hilarious thing to me. Where um, he's like, uh, you messed up some uh, some very well laid plans that I had out for John McClane. He's like, well, you can stick your well laid plans up your well laid ass. <laughs> <laughs> he hangs up like. At the, at the beginning, I just thought he was just being a dick, just saying, just to say, the, just to say the word "ass." That's uh-huh. what I thought. Like, oh, that's why it's funny. And I was like, no, it's well laid asses, and he takes it, yeah, a lot. That's the joke. Just like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. He hangs up. You better hope he calls back. Here comes a therapist. Oh, he will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's a specialist. Uh, he, that, that was a, that was a weird little character to put in there. I think I thought the the yeah. the whatever, but I guess it's necessary. Uh, he calls Phone back. Call rings. Yeah. Next. Uh, all right, we're gonna play the Simon Says. You gotta go do this thing. Or otherwise, I have more bombs throughout the city. Yeah, that's how this game works. And they he tells them there's a there in Wall Street. They have to go ninety blocks. They have to um, what is it? He tells them there's a there's a phone booth. There's their phone booth in Wall Street, ninety blocks south. You have to get there in thirty minutes. Well, not yet. No, for, they, no, no, no. The first they send oh, them to yeah, a, yeah. a regular phone. That's uh, the seven wives. Yes, exactly. Okay. So they send them to a phone. They, well, they first get, Samuel Jackson doesn't want to do it, but then Bruce Willis convinces them. Well, they, you know that bomb they found? They yeah. found it in Harlem. Because Samuel Jackson's like, man, these are white people problems. That yeah. doesn't affect Harlem. No, that's a white guy. White problems. <laughs> Leave me out of it. Yeah. So he, so the bomb was found in Chinatown, where I've never been to New York. I don't know where the fuck Chinatown is. I know it's not, know. nowhere near Harlem. Right. But John McClane lies to him and says, yeah, it, it was found in Harlem. He's yeah. like, shit. Okay. Yeah. This guy doesn't care about skin color, even if you do. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got to work with me. Like, All right. 
So now they go to the first phone booth. Yep. And there was this fat lady on there. And yeah. They, they shoo her off. Well, Sam, Bruce Willis is like, oh, ma'am, can you please get off the phone? And Sam Jackson was like, bitch, get off the motherfucking yeah, phone. Yeah. Like, I think you used to this. Yeah. <laughs> so they, yeah, they talk to Simon and he gives him the riddle, which was, I thought was great. I never when I was a kid, I never I understood never this riddle. Yeah. I never, I never heard of it. I never understood it. When I was a kid, I never understood one. Like, wh- why one? Yeah. And the, 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 the way the riddle goes is that he says, okay, are you paying attention? Good. As I was going to say knives, I met a man with seven wives. Every wife had seven sacks. Every sack had seven cats. Every cat had seven kittens. Kittens, cats, sacks, and wives. How many were going to say knives? My, my, number, my, my number is 555 and the number. Well, you got to repeat that. Not a chance. <laughs> because there's a bomb in the trash can next to him. Right. So this is so good. This is the scene we always talk about, Adam. So good. So McLean is instantly like, "All right, you got a white guy yeah. with seven wives, seven guys and seven wives." Like, Hold on, McLean, I'm trying to think. Seven guys, and seven wives. <laughs> He's like, shut, "Shut up, McLean. I'm good at this." Yeah. He goes, seven times seven is forty nine. Forty nine times seven is three forty one. Whatever. Yeah. Is that what you got, right? He's like, yes, sure. Tell me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. So they they get some number like twenty five sixty one. Yeah. And he goes, "Are you sure?" And he goes, "Yeah." So he goes five 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 twenty five sixty one. And then Zeus is like, "No, it's a trick." Yep. It's it's just one, and McLean's like, "What? What do you mean one?" He yeah. goes, "Just one." The joke starts with as there's a, a guy going to say knives. Like, who cares about the guy? Fuck the guy! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Just the guy is going to say knives." So he yeah. dials it back, and he goes, "Oh, you're still alive." Yeah. So let me ask you this: <laughs> He kind of needs McLean to like run around the city to avoid not being caught. So if he sends him in Harlem with that sign, yeah. does Simon think that he's going to die in Har- Like, is he trying to kill him that second? No, I I think he gives him more credit than that. I think uh-huh. he knows he's going to get out of it some way, shape, or form. Okay, uh, because he, I mean, I would hope so because he's got a bunch of other shit set up already uh, for him. So he's he's assuming he's going to get at a certain to a certain level mm-hmm. and then die. But uh, as far as how far it goes, well, actually, the, he, he's meant to get to the train station, and that and that's as far as he's meant to go in Simon's plan. I think. Oh, because he's expecting him to die yeah. in, on the train, right? Okay, uh, on the way to the train. Yeah. Uh, or at the phone, at the train. But anyway, so they, they, they call him back. Oh, but you're 10 seconds late. So they, ah, they freak out. They, oh, they duck and, and cover. I love how he says it. Run, run, there's a bomb. Yeah, there's a bomb, there's a bomb. Everybody, everybody's staring at him like, what? And they're yeah. like, one guy's like, welcome to New York. Yeah. <laughs> Try to give him some money. Uh, just Hans <laughs> laughing. Well, not Hans. I'm sorry, Simon. Simon. Just laughing at him. Uh, oh, by the way, we do get a little bit of insight into how powerful Simon is at this point because he's like, oh, well, the phone, when he first calls, the line was busy. Why was that? Like, oh, we, it's we, a public phone. Yeah, it's a public phone. What do you expect? What do you expect me to say? You can say there was a fat lady on it and you had some trouble getting her off. I'm like, oh, fuck. And they're like, oh, he's watching. Uh-huh. He's somewhere. Somebody, this is, this guy knows what's up. Uh-huh. So a little bit of insight into how, 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 how strong this guy actually is. Yes. All right. Next thing. Now you got to get to Wall Street pretty much, which is 90 blocks south and yep. you have 30 minutes to get there and you can't take public transportation. Yeah. And traffic in New York, I've never been, but I'm going based off movies and TV, is, is a bitch. It's real bad. <laughs> it is real bad. I was in a cab once in New York, and it, it freaked me out. It was, like, it was a whole Seinfeld bit, like um, where he's he's in the backseat of a, a cab. Yes, and he, it's like a it's like a video game, or, or it's like a movie you're watching because you're just sitting there thinking, I'd never try that in my car. Uh-huh. And he's like weaving through traffic, and like, yeah, that's that's how that was my experience in, in a cab. Remember the joke Seinfeld has on, I'm telling you for the last time, yeah. where you're like... That's, that's the one I'm talking about. Where, yeah, where he says, yeah. uh, he's driving like a maniac, he's reckless, but he's a professional. Yeah. <laughs> he clearly must be... No- yeah. He clearly must know what he's doing. He's got a license right there, I can see it. <laughs> it's got 14 characters on it. <laughs> yes, sir. His uh, his first his name is spelled R-E and the symbol for Boron. Yeah. <laughs> I had the chart with me. I'm quite sure it was not manganese. 
<laughs> God, I love that bit. Uh, so before we continue, Adam, yeah. I want to play a game. Oh. Like Simon. Oh, all right. I haven't seen parts four and five of Die Hard. Oh, yeah. But look, I, look I, your bastard. I do know <laughs> in four and five, he becomes a superhero. It's because one through three, he's just a normal guy. Yeah. And he has to improv. But it seems like in port, part four and five, he's now like Captain America, Batman. Like yeah. everything he does is unstoppable. He's doing things that a normal New York cop shouldn't be doing. So I, from here on out, all these big action pe- set pieces, okay. I'm going to ask you, okay. how would superhero John McClane get out of this situation? Oh, okay. So all right. th- think, think of your best answers. Okay. So they got to go south 90 blocks and they got to go, go to the train. They're, he said he planted a bomb on the train. Right. And they have to, one of them has to go to the phone booth. That's in the train station underground, and the other one has to go on the train. Oh, well, they no. both have to go to the. They both have to phone. go to the phone. That's right. That's right. They both have to go to the phone, but they but, split. Yeah, John McClane decides after. By the way, masterfully <laughs> getting through traffic, uh, they go through Central Park, which I thought was amazing. Uh-huh. When I went to New York, I wanted to go to Central Park just because of that scene, <laughs> not because of anything other movie yeah. of any kind. I just wanted to walk around and see: is that the hill? Is that the? Maybe, oh, that he jumped over. Yeah, maybe is that the thing? Yeah. Yeah, because he tells things. them the fastest ways to go through the park, and then they wind up in traffic. And Samuel yeah. Jackson's like, "I told you, Park Avenue." Yeah, Park be, Drive would be jammed. Like, and he uh, says, "I didn't say Park Drive. I said to go through yeah. the park." <laughs> and that's when he drives through the park. Another thing about this movie that I got a lot of extra enjoyment out of was they made a video game uh, based on the Die Hard trilogy. Mm, they had a yeah. uh, Die Hard one, two, and three. One was a um, it was like a third person shooter where you're going through all the levels of the of the tower. Yeah. The second one was a uh, a first person shooter where you would have had guns. And you're shooting your way through the airport. Third one is like a the cab. Is, yeah, it's a crazy cab thing. And that, uh, so the, it, during the game, he's shouting out lines like "Oh, you aim for those people," and a bunch of things <laughs> like a bad idea, bad idea, things that are like <laughs> from the movie. It's it was it was so much fun. And it, it, I'm pretty sure it was this scene. Well, it had it, obviously it was this scene yeah. that inspired the whole game. But I got so much enjoyment out of that goddamn game. Yeah, just because because it was to me it was the hard world. You're hearing the hard lines a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, so he's going through the park all crazy. He's trying to hit a mime. Um, he's, he, <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. Right, any for those people? No. Maybe that mime. Maybe that mime. <laughs> <laughs> driving through stuff. and um, They yeah. get out at the end of the park, but they're still stuck in traffic. Right. So this is – I never would have thought of this. So good. He calls in an officer down at the block, two blocks away from the hospital that they're at, yeah. and then they just follow the ambulance through the traffic. Yeah, very good. Genius. Super smart. Never would have thought of that. Yeah. At that point, that's when John McClane decides, I'm going to step out. Uh, I'm going to jump on the, on this train from find here. Find the bomb. Okay, find the bomb. You go to the phone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. If, uh, yeah. If, if, if I screw up, you cover my ass. If you screw up, I cover your ass. It's what? at, it's at Jackson goes, what if we both screw up? <laughs> We're both fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the phone. Get to the phone. <laughs> so he misses, so he goes downstairs, he misses the train. So he runs back up to the street level yes. and he opens the grates and he's, and this, this is what I love. In the superhero, John McClane's like, Fuck it. He would just jump in as is, right? Yeah. But this John McClane is yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> he jumps <laughs> in. Yep. So he gets in the train. He's walking around trying to find the bomb. He actually finds it in a, in a police call box type of thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He starts getting people to get off the get off get out of the way. Samuel Jackson gets to the phone in but he, time. He hops the he hops the turnstiles, yes. which draws the attention of, of a cop. Right. And so he's he's not too happy about it. Mm-hmm. But he's he's like super. What do you call it? Green? He's, he's very green. He's, yes. he's like just, just like, I mean, first time the force. Yeah, he's, he's part of the money train unit, dude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. His hand shaking the entire time. Yeah. And, uh, so Samuel Jackson gets to the phone. There's a little bit of like, uh, I gotta get this phone call. And the, the cops are ready to shoot him, but not really because he's, he's like, put the phone down, man. Yeah. So they get, 
he he answers the phone and uh, he says, "I'm here. Where's John? Uh, he's running late. You know, he's out of shape. Oh, sorry, non-compliance." And he hangs up. Samuel Jackson, uh, you might want to yeah. duck. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets on the floor. Uh, John throws the bomb out the back of the train. It explodes. Everything goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so the whole subway is pretty much destroyed at this point. And this is you know, in on Wall Street. Yeah. Now this 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 is this was great to me when the train's toppled over. You see John McClane climbing up over the top of it, and he's laughing the entire time. And like, yeah, that's an appropriate reaction for sure. I, I can't believe I just survived. I should be mm-hmm. dead. That's hilarious. I'd be laughing too. Okay, Adam. Yeah. What would superhuman John McClane have done in this situation with the bomb on the train? Uh, with the bomb. Your best guess. How they would have done this in this new diehard world where he can do everything. Uh, he, okay. Let's see. <laughs> I would think he would get it into the last car, uh-huh. detach the car oh, from the, the train car. thing. Uh-huh. Uh, make somehow make that hook put the brakes on so it stops way further back. Uh-huh. The rest of the train goes forward and that explodes in the tunnel and uh, minimum damage. And probably even avoided hitting the what, the effect of what the explosion was supposed to do. That's true. Also, he would get out the last second and the wave of the explosion would send him down, but he would catch like some scrap metal and ride it like a surfboard yes. down the rails. Oh, yeah. And he'd be like, oh, that, that was nothing. Yeah. Still laughing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I like this game. <laughs> <laughs> so all the cops are down there, and they have a meeting with the FBI. And the FBI is like, all right, Mr. McLean, have you ever seen this guy? And it's a photo of some European guy and some chick. He goes, nope, never seen him. Yeah. What about this guy? And it's a guy in an in a officer uniform yeah. who's not an American. Nope, never seen this guy. And they go, well, uh, I think the person you bet was, no, that guy, that twitchy-looking guy in the back seat. Was just like, are you familiar with the name Hans Gruber? Yeah. And no. F- first, first you get a little, bit, you get a joke out of John, which, which is which is great. He's like, um, all right, have you noticed anything? Anybody following you? Have you anything out of the normal? Anybody behind you? Anything? He's like, oh yes. You know what? Now that you mentioned it, I have had this burning sensation in my toes. I thought it was just athlete's foot, but <laughs> yeah. this is like, John, damn it! Like, yeah, well, give us information. Like, all right, uh, have you heard? This is a guy's name Simon uh, Simon Crager or whatever, and uh, this other guy's this guy. I'm like, all right, fantastic. What's it got to do with me? Uh, does the name Hans Gruber mean anything? And then it flashes back to him falling, Hans falling off the building. Yeah. Like, yeah, it rings a bell. Uh, rings yeah. a bell. <laughs> yeah. Like, shouldn't everyone in that room know that you know who Hans Gruber is? Yeah. So, yeah, it turns out this is Simon, Simon Gruber, Gruber. Uh, his brother. So like, oh, well, that's why he's pissed off. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So he wants revenge. Yeah. On John. And then Simon calls. Like, uh, well, let's see. Who's in the uh, van with you from the FBI? We have Agent So-and-So and Agent yeah. So-and-So. Are you still biting on your glasses yeah. to try to make prove that you're a manlier man or something like that? Yeah, trying to butch up by uh, chewing in your glasses. Mm-hmm. So, again, showing that like he knows what's up. So, again, showing how powerful this guy is, mm-hmm. which, good. And he calls in. Great he, villain. He, yeah. Oh, my God. He calls him and he says, I put a bomb in a school. It's going to go off at 3 o'clock. You cannot evacuate any of the schools. And you... And the bomb is registered. It's going to go off if you use your police radio sirens, yeah. which is b- brilliant. So good. Love uh, it. I feel like that might not even be true, but they would have to. <laughs> yeah. They got to. Bl- yeah. He's already proven that he can blow shit up. Yeah. So they kind of have to exactly. play along. By showing how powerful he is, he's just making them jump through hoops that they probably didn't even have to do. <laughs> yeah. But fine. So everyone has to stay off the police radio. They have to fucking. <laughs> They have to get every like cop and meter maid in the city to yep. go through all the schools. But they say there's like 1,400 schools in, yeah. in, on the island. Something like that. It was a crazy number. And they only have like five hours yep. to, to do so. Yeah. So what they do is the – now. The, so everybody pretty much departs from Wall Street. They're all going every different direction. And if 
And if Zeus and John play the game, he'll give them the school name at the end. Yeah, and the code. And the code. Yeah. To, de- to defuse the bomb. Right. So they send John and, uh, and, and Zeus out to a park. They have time so they can, I guess, but they're still running. Oh, they have, tw- they have 20 minutes to get there. Yeah. So they started, they started doing that. Now everybody's going everywhere trying to search for everything. These dump trucks show up out of nowhere. Assuming, yeah. Because there's one cop who's like John McClane's friend. We find out that all the cops use their badge numbers as the lotto. All oh, right. This is at the very beginning. At the very beginning, uh-huh. we get this little bit of uh, showing the revolver, like like you say. You show the gun in the first act. Yeah. So, so, so in the very the beginning when John is – before he even gets out of the – like the first scene he's ever in. Before he's in Harlem. Yeah. They're talking about, hey, so 14 dump trucks got stolen. And John's like, uh, it's insurance fraud. Okay. In Jersey. On. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing is uh, – His badge number. His badge number, the lottery ticket number. 6961. Yeah. 6911 or 6991. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. 6991. Yeah. And, uh, That's gonna come into play later. Yeah. So these are things that they're setting up for later, which is, I mean, this is fucking great. This yeah. Is, everything, everything comes. I don't think anything is said in the movie that does not mean something. Yeah. Later there's on. no fat yeah. anywhere in this movie except right. the end. They could have right. been changed, but right. whatever. Fine. At this point, we're playing along. Right. So that guy's left behind, and then uh, dump trucks and all this crew shows up, and it's Simon Gruber who was watching them from the roof this yeah. whole time. Yeah. And he was with the other two people, the chick and that other guy in the pictures. Right. And they go, and I got to tell you, dude, Hans Gruber has a much better English accent than Simon. Yeah. Because when Simon Gruber rolls up, he says, uh, uh, hi, uh, I'm uh, David so-and-so from yeah. the city engineering office. Uh, how how nice to be you. And, the, and that cop, the 6991 guy, he's like, wow, you guys are quick. He goes, well, there's a lot of money down here in Wall Street. Um, yeah. A lot of influential people. The, the mayor. mayor doesn't want to piss <laughs> off. <laughs> It just like it, it felt like he was trying really hard to do a decent accent. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, whatever. So he says, "Okay, well, cool." My, he, he goes, "My associates are going to be uh, down there fixing everything. So uh, why don't you just uh, go down there with them?" Yeah. And then that guy leaves, and then him and his crew go into the Federal Reserve Bank, which yes. is next to the bomb site. Yeah. And now his accent changed. He goes, "Hello, uh, I am here to meet with uh, Mister So and So about the currency exchange." Yeah. Ah, oh, awesome! So good. And I love – and and so, you know, pretty much what's going to happen is this was all a setup to get his crew down there so they can s- steal gold bullion from the Federal Reserve. Yeah, because, because the explosion triggered – the seismic activity of the explosion triggered all the alarms, so they had to shut them off in order to get them to shut up. Which can allow them to drill, which yeah. won't cause any alarms to go off. So, and the guy – Fucking brilliant. And the guy is telling Simon, is like – yeah, we kind of had this problem with thing. I mean, if anybody knew, we'd be – and it pans over to the left and you see him taking out the guards. Yeah, Simon's guys are just like – they have like the fucking wire and the watch just yes. choking him out. And he goes, oh, I thought this was a bank transaction. Yeah. I think we'll go straight to the withdrawal. <laughs> he shoots. <laughs> <laughs> so his so his guys put on the Federal Reserve uh, yep. off, uh, guard uniforms. Yeah, that's, that's when we find out it's the Federal Reserve. Uh, up until this point, we're not sure what it is. but then We just think it's like a bank. Yeah, it zooms in on the patch. It says Federal Reserve. And like, oh boy, mm-hmm. here we go. It's, this, this is the game plan. Yep. So now we're in the park. And this is the the, the gallon. Yeah, the elephant. Trip. Yeah. Well, well, first they go to the payphone. And, he, and yep. their, their clue is what what walks on four legs. Well, yeah, what is four legs is always ready to travel. And McLean's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. And Zeus is like, yeah. man, you don't have kids? It's an elephant joke. Yeah. And they find the elephant at yeah. the at the statue. Yep. And they find the bomb. And there's a three gallon jug and a five gallon jug. Well, there's a, there's also the, the, another jokery interaction between them. Is like, uh, oh, this is the John. I tells, think you hate white people. You're a racist. That's this scene, yeah. right? Or is it this is scene? It, uh, it might be. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yo, yeah. I don't think yes. you like me because you're a racist. Right. No, he said, well, first he says, hey, Zeus, go get the, go, go get the bomb. He's like, you get the bomb. And Simon says, you got to help. We're going to start helping. <laughs> After you get the bomb. <laughs> so he, get, he gets the bomb and, then they're, and they're going and they're arguing. And uh, they're arguing over how – okay. So the thing is they need to put four gallons of water on this – Precisely. Precisely on this like weight – Whatever in the f- that to get four gallons precisely in the five gallon jug right over There's a five gallon and two gallon three gallon okay yes three gallon five gallon over by an ounce under by an ounce you blow up right so now, at this point this is when they're arguing and if they run the bomb blows. right proximity sensor which mm-hmm. again I also don't think was real <laughs> uh, but, but they gotta, believe him you got to you yeah. got to trust him at this yeah. point so they're arguing over the water and he's like come on give me the thing you 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 mother he's like say it say it you were gonna call me a nigga <laughs> yeah it's like. I was gonna say asshole. How about that asshole? He's <laughs> like, is that it? you got a problem with me? Are you racist? Because I'm white. Have I oppressed you? <laughs> yeah. So it's the way he says it. Have yeah, I oppressed yeah. you? Have I oppressed you? <laughs> uh, so anyway, there's, they're still arguing. They're like, fuck, we got thirty seconds left. Then they both come to the conclusion: uh, dump some out here, some over there. Blah blah blah. Do you whatever. know how this works? The 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 three gallon, five gallon trick. Uh, there, there's there's markers for like a one gallon on one of them, so they take they take the three, they pour one gallon into the two gallon jug, empty that out or whatever. What it's four. it's you fill the three all the way, you pour it into the five, then you fill the three again, then you uh there, so there's exactly three in the five, then you pour the th- you fill the three again, pour it into the five, okay, then. All that's left over in the three is only one gallon, right? Right. You, oh, yes. You dump everything out of the five, right. pour the one in, yes. and then you can put the three in again, which right. gives you exact. That's one way to do it. There's, yes. there's another way how to do it. Yeah. Okay. But they, they come up within 30 seconds yeah. how to do this. It was, and they pour it all in 30 seconds, which amazing. But uh-huh. uh, yeah, so they stop it. Like, <laughs> they're celebrating. Yeah, we did it. Put it down. Oh, shit. They puts on the scale, uh, diffuses. He gets a phone call again. Like... All right, uh, very good. Now uh, you go to the stadium, and also, what is twenty-one? Oh, the answer to the school is what is twenty-one out of forty-two. Yeah, and he hangs up, and he goes, "What's twenty-one out of forty-two? Twenty-one again." Yeah, and he goes, "What is there? Twenty-one." Yeah, and just, how, play- how many players are on the thing? Twenty-five. Ah, and the players just throw every fucking yeah. random thing like blackjack. Uh- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, they decide to split up. Right? No, this is where they. Uh, uh, the kids are stealing from the guy at the liquor oh, store. Oh, yes, that's right. And they stop the kids. They go, what, are you going to go to jail for stealing a couple ho-hos? Yeah. And the kid's like, look at this place, man. It's like Christmas. You could rob City Hall. Yeah. And McLean's like, wait All the cops a- are into something. There's yeah. no cops anywhere. You could rob City Hall. And McLean's like, wait a minute. So they yeah. they take their bikes <laughs> yeah. and they go back to the bomb site. Yeah. And he goes, look around, look around. What is it that Wall Street doesn't have? Schools. Yeah. What do they have a lot of? banks and they see federal reserve yep so it all clicks into focus like oh shit all uh-huh. right uh i'm gonna go to the reserve oh the, yeah uh, you go down into the into the hole i'm gonna go inside to talk to the reserve Yeah, because he says what to do with this bomb he goes give it to them and it's uh, poli- it's guys in the uniform but it's simon's crew that was then, a great accent this guy yeah yeah uh, i'm gonna need a confirmation on that sir and he goes yeah he's, t- he's talking in german to the guy uh, to sign the entire time then as soon as samuel jackson comes up oh yeah i'm gonna need an answer on that issue and okay, affirmative. Simon's yeah. like, let him go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. What can I help you with? And he yeah. goes, John McClane told me to give this to you. Like, and he says, thank you. Uh, thank you for your help. Appreciate it. Yeah. So the guy in German is like, uh, he's going to leave it there. And he's like, what What are you doing? Put it in the back seat. And he goes, I don't want to ride with this thing. And he goes, some kid could. Yeah. That's the second time they brought that up because uh, 
yeah, Zeus that, was going to leave it, and John right. McClane is like, "What? Some no." Zeus says, "Some kid can find that." Yeah, and then these German guys are like, "But some kid could." Well, here's the, uh, this is I think the one issue in the movie that I was like, "Wait a second. because apparently Samuel Jackson is standing there the entire time this is happening. Mm-hmm. So these guys started talking German to each other. Oh yeah, and he arguing. should be able to hear that. Yeah, like what? What are they? That's weird. Yeah, and because then, then they get in the car and they drive off, and he's still standing there, like, "What? You guys just leaving your post?" I'm like, all right. but so he, he should have heard all the German and been like, "That's weird." Yeah. At this point, at this point, we know that they're German terrorists, right? Yeah. Okay, so that should have been a huge trigger, but again, maybe they're white. Doesn't care about white people. Who cares? So we're invested at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The sixty nine ninety one guy has been killed, and that one brutish looking guy took his badge. Yeah. So now John goes into the Federal Reserve, and he says, "Uh, uh John McClane, NYPD, have you heard anything or seen anything?" Yeah. Because that German guy was on the phone with Simon, and that the, that. That big German guy was like, Simon, kill him, please. Yeah. <laughs> he, he keeps him, kill him now. And yeah. he goes, so be it. Yep. So they're going to put him in the elevator. They're like, oh, we're actually going downstairs to do a money exchange if well, you want to come this down. This is something that I didn't notice the first time either. Or In fact, I only noticed it this time. Is it the lift? It. Did he say lift? Yeah. He said, he said, he said, he said, there's two tells that, that, give him, that let him know that this guy is not American. Because uh, they're walking towards the elevator. He's like, oh, yeah, it's been raining uh, dogs and cats. Yeah. It's like it should be cats and dogs. So okay, little trigger. Get yeah. get on the elevator. Like, uh, oh, you're gonna take the stairs, but I always end up taking the lift. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, another indicator. Mm-hmm. You're not American. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And at this point, this is when he sees a reflection of the badge of the guy next to him. It's six nine nine one. Yep. So McLean has to improv. So good. He has to improv, and he's like, "Anyone play the lotto? You know the lotto numbers? Yeah. My wife uses the same numbers all the time, and, and I'm like, like, why do you play the same numbers? Why do you pick different numbers? Well, I gotta pick my lucky numbers. And then, bam, bam, bam. I got the numbers right here. So he reaches into his pocket, <laughs> and what, from this is brilliant. Uh-huh. The gun's still in the holster, shooting out like behind him, uh-huh. kills two guys, uh, another guy's being choked out, and then the, the, the 699 guy, Oslo, I think his name was, or something. Yeah. He has uh, the gun to McLean's like neck. Yeah. And, and there's a huge, huge struggle, and uh, he ends up killing everybody. Mm-hmm. Comes out the elevator. Samuel Jackson's down there, and Samuel Jackson's like, "Oh, what the what, what the fuck, man?" He's like, "Oh, it's not my blood. Don't worry about it." <laughs> and they find the, they find out, oh, this whole thing was a gold thing, mm-hmm. and like, but how did you get all this gold out of here? You need like a tank or a dump trucks. Hey, McLean, you almost got hit by a dump truck. <laughs> there were fourteen dump trucks stolen in Jersey or whatever. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Hmm. Then uh, Zeus finds a piece of gold. He's like, "Holy shit, this is gold! Damn, this is heavy." <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, oh, he's trying to keep the gold. They uh, end up breaking into a car. And this is when uh, that, Hugo? Yeah, the Hugo. This is when the racist scene happens where John asks him, hey, can you stop the car? I'm like, yeah, I can, but it takes too long. He starts the car. And where that's when... That's when you said he yeah. should have done a racist Yeah, thing. like, what? You think I hot a car because I'm black? Yeah, he should have said that. Yeah. So they're driving, and they see... Uh, Mer- they, they're following the dump trucks, and they see a Mercedes, and he has a cell phone because cell f- his cell phone was shot. Right. So they pull the guy over, and <laughs> I love this. They get in the Mercedes... And uh, the guy, the he looks like some banker. He's all pissed off, and <laughs> yeah, and he goes, "Hey, would you have to know who the twenty first president is? Yeah. Go fuck yourself." <laughs> oh, the reason they think of the president is because uh, Mc- the guy cuts him off. He goes, "The lady cuts him off." He goes, yeah. "Who the hell do you think you are, lady Hillary Clinton?" And he's like, yeah. "Wait a second, yeah, the forty second president, yeah, who's the twenty first president?" And then the <laughs> the guy says. I love that. Hey, man, would you happen to know who the 21st president is? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. And Samuel Jackson's like, wow, he seems pissed. And McLean's like, yeah, uh, he's going to be happy when he looks in the back seat. Aw, damn, that was my goal. That was my goal, <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, so now, now they're heading uh, to find the truck. They find mm-hmm. the truck. Well, uh, it disappears. Yeah. They're following a bunch of trucks. They lose track of it. Like, what is the guy, Houdini? Uh, and then they find another soul truck by itself. Hey, does this car got airbags? <laughs> Mine does. I don't know. Your does. I don't know about mine. <laughs> 
McLean! <laughs> go off the edge of a bridge. They uh-huh. pull over the truck. There's a guy in there that's uh, Jerry, uh, which we learn to love in the next five yeah. minutes. He's our, he's our uh, uh, exposition of history. Right. <laughs> about the Aquatex. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was, he, he played he play that so well, too. Yeah. So they're, they're driving, uh, so all right, you go to the stadium. I'm gonna go to the Aqueducts. Find out what's happening. Yeah. And the whole time Jerry's talking like, "Oh, these this is a stretch three built of the Aqueducts. It would start in 1975, but then it gets started until the 76. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the most interesting part about the, the three? Nah, Jerry, what is it? <laughs> the valves. Every set of valves. And the guy cuts off and just trails off. So you get the idea. This guy, he's he's a smart guy, mm-hmm. rambling off about a bunch of things. And they're in the tunnels, and there's a truck stopped. Yeah. And uh, McLean thinks it's one of the one of Simon's men. So this this is the funniest line to me in the entire movie. Uh-huh. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry, Adam. Let's backtrack a little. Okay. How would superhero John McClane oh. have handled the elevator? Uh Okay. <laughs> this would have involved a stop, hitting the stop button uh-huh. with uh, his feet. A probably. momentary uh no gravity situation where <laughs> everyone's kind of up in the air uh-huh. while he's Grabbing their guns out of their holsters, <laughs> crisscrossing his arms to shoot the other two guys that he Matrix just, though. yeah. The, so he disarms two of them, shoots the other two that are now still armed, uh, all before they hit the ground from the, the like the gravity stop. Okay, so they're still like weightless in air as they're getting shot, and then once it then once it hits the ground, he does one of these. He's like this like a superhero landing thing yeah. from Deadpool. He's just like two guns up, head down. And just and he uh, probably has a pun of some kind. Yeah, right. <laughs> Back to the aqueduct. The okay. funniest line. Yes, the funniest line, where he he borrows a hard hat from Jerry and, and, a, and, and a coat, jacket. and he starts walking up next to it. And you see the guys inside. They they, they have their automatic weapons. And like when he gets close to the door, we shoot him. He's like, uh, "Hey, uh, this is Jerry here from Aqueduct Security. Uh, we had reports of a uh, guy coming through here with uh, eight reindeer, <laughs> and he shoots them." <laughs> <laughs> but then he keeps. But then he keeps going with the joke. Yeah, he was a big, jolly, fat man. Yeah, the red suit. Surprised you missed him. <laughs> and then he finds ten quarters. He finds ten quarters on him. And he's uh, like, "Oh, that's interesting." Yeah. And Simon and his crew have gone through the end of the tunnel, and this is the line because they yeah. realize John McClane is still alive. Yeah. Well, at first he sends Jerry back. He's like, "All right, you go t- uh, find find my boss, tell him whatever, uh, and then ask him who the twenty first president is." Chesser A. Arthur. And he goes, what? <laughs> Chesser A. Arthur, president 1881 to 1885. Yeah. Hey, did you know he worked in New York as a so-and-so? He goes, yeah. no, I didn't, Jerry. I don't know that, Jerry. Thanks. Uh, yeah, now he's driving on, and, th- and now Simon calls back to the truck. So he's got the walkie-talkie of the guys he just killed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, uh, Mills. Mills. Report. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, attention, Simon. Mills is dead, bonehead. <laughs> like, John. Uh so Simon, this is yeah, this is also a genius move. Yes, the cops figure out it's Chesray Arthur Elementary or Middle School or something. Mm-hmm. So all the cops are, and the bomb expert, they're all going to go through the school. Simon calls into the radio station and he says, "Hey, I love your show. I just want you to know that there's a bomb in a school somewhere. Yeah, and it's supposed to go off at three o'clock. So everybody in New York starts freaking out." Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty smart. Yeah, on Simon's part. Yeah, he also tries to bribe uh, John for a second. Like when in the back of your truck, there's thirteen billion dollars in gold. Yeah, is there any way we can make a little deal? I'm surprised the deal is out of the question. I'll make a deal with you, (laughs) Simon. Come out from that rocket hide, and I'll drive this truck up your ass. (laughs) How colorful! Uh So they get out of the end of the tunnel. Yeah, and this is your line. This is yes. The the big German guy is like, "You should have killed him when you had the chance." I told you not to toy with him. (laughs) Thank you. That's very helpful. 
It's just it's it's so just good. The way he delivers it. Yeah. He's perfect. like he's like so over that guy. He's like, thank you. That's yeah, fuck, very yeah, helpful. Right. So then he figures out, we'll blow the dam. Because yeah. they have the bomb from the kid or from the water. Yeah, the, the elephant thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, fountain, whatever. So they blow the dam and McLean's driving down and he can't go forward because the last truck knocked one of the ramps off. Yeah. So he's stuck there and he sees something in the far distance. It looks black and it comes closer. McLean's like, holy shit. Yeah. And he gets on the top of the truck and on the, t- on the roof, there's holes, air holes. Which we find out from Jerry's whole thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, the, the other guys, any access points out here? Yeah. Every two miles, there's a grate that'll get. Oh you yeah. That surface. guy. He, yeah. He's, he's in the wire. Yeah. Was oh, he? Yeah. He's Detective Rawls. The, the, the foreman. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's, he, he eventually becomes like, like uh, the chief of police in that show. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. He shoots out from over there and Samuel Jackson drives by. Yeah. And uh, superhero McLean. Oh, by the way, Samuel Jackson went to the stadium. There were snipers there. Yeah. He, he didn't die. Then he left. Yeah. That's well, it. they followed him. Yeah. So superhero McLean. Yeah. I, he's riding the, the dump yeah. truck like a surfboard. Okay. I'm guessing. Uh, no. The, the, the way that I would see that happening is he would find a way to use the truck to break like ram it into one of the walls to s- s- create a momentary uh, a collapse of the columns to separate himself from the water coming oh, to create at like him. another dam yeah oh. a dam between himself and the water coming at him okay so it'd be one of those like weird things as he, jer- he rotates the thing into the wall uh, maybe there's some extra gasoline he uses to blow it up somehow <laughs> then yeah so he cuts himself off from the water and then just climbs out that way mm-hmm. then the guys at yankee stadium mm-hmm. are shooting mm-hmm. at him they knock him off the road yeah, this is sort of superhero-y McLean, but not yet. Yep. They're dead. But based in reality a little bit still because he tells Zeus to pull out the fuses of the antelope brakes so he can do the crazy car maneuvers, mm-hmm. uh, which that's a little bit too much, the, the fact that he can do those car maneuvers, but especially a New York cop where you don't have a lot of space to be driving like that. That's true. To to test it out. But anyway, kills those guys. He finds 10 quarters on him too, and he's like, what the hell is going on with the 10 quarters? There's a toll road that the that by the harbor or something. Yep. So they see the the dump trucks. They're on a bridge. Yeah, and the 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 ship that has the dump trucks or the contents of the dump trucks is leaving. Yeah. So Samuel Jackson's like, I can make the jump. Yeah. And he goes, No, nah, those cables will cut you in half. Foreshadow. Yeah. But yeah, but but, but by <laughs> this time though, this is when he tells him that it's Cheshire Arthur School, which is why. Oh yeah. Which is where his kids are at or his nephews are at. So this, this is why now you see Zeus super committed to trying to stop this. Yes. This is why now he's like, I can make it. Uh-huh. Now he's like, my shit's on the line now, so I mm-hmm. got to do something. Uh, they end up trying to climb down the cables, which was... Yeah, they hook up the cable from the truck. Yeah. They throw it over and it catches on the some part of the boat. Yeah. And then they're climbing down, but then the truck starts <laughs> fucking moving. Yeah. And eventually the truck goes over the bridge and they fall. Yeah, they fall a little bit. Uh-huh. Cause I, I was watching it again, cause I, this is, this is a problem that you bring up a lot and other people also brought up. The, the way that this is now, is, this is feasible. They've, they've got far enough on the line that when the truck comes down, the slack, what they're holding onto is the, it's attached to the crane. Yeah. So that's what's kind of keeping them a little bit airborne, mm-hmm. but then eventually still fall. So they don't fall that entire distance. It's more like maybe 20 feet yeah. as they fall. Yeah. So they can survive it. So, I would think. Superhero McLean, he would have just jumped, right? He would just jump and landed? Uh, they would have drove the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dukes of Hazard style. Onto the truck. It landed perfectly? <laughs> yes, exactly. He even kept going and right into the cockpit. Uh, <laughs> or whatever you call it on the, a boat. Yeah, the captain's uh, Yeah, the captain's quarters. nest. Yeah, yeah, the nest. Right. Straight in, straight in Simon's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the school, 
now the bomb expert, they find the bomb and it's like a refrigerator unit that wasn't hooked up, but the clock was, it was still delivered working. that morning, uh-huh. which I feel like that should have been on the prerequisites of find out if any suspicious activities happened at any school yeah. in, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, oh, one this morning. Oh, let's check that out. Uh-huh. No, nope. And inside it's a huge, it's, 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 it's like fucking a huge vat, vat of yeah, liquid. Right. It's like, like a fucking brewery still. Yeah. So the guy has to, the bomb expert is working on it. Anyway, they're on the boat and they're gonna separate. And <laughs> he teaches them about the gun. Yeah, He's like, you know how to shoot a gun? What? Because I'm black, I don't know how to shoot a gun. Yeah. So he tells him pull that back and and don't shoot yourself. Yeah. And don't be a hero. If you find him, come get me. Yeah. So Samuel Jackson finds uh, Simon, Simon and he's gonna shoot him, but then he clicks and Simon grabs such the gun. a badass. Yeah. Thing. And he and he goes, you gotta take this while he's eating a fucking like, hard yeah, boiled yeah. egg. He takes a bite of the egg. For Samuel Jackson's like trying to shoot him, like click click click, no gun. He takes a bite of the egg, reaches over, grabs the gun out of his hand. You, you gotta take the safety off. You gotta and take then the safety bam, catch off. Shoots whack, him shoots him. Ah, oh, so badass. It's such a good villain. John McClane separates. He fights that big German guy. Yeah. And the big German guy finds out that in the crates are, yeah. are just like pieces of metal. Right. Like Simon switched the gold. Yeah. So the gold's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently the, uh, I guess what we're discovering, they were contracted to steal the gold and destroy From it. From a Middle Bay. Eastern country. Yeah. And just destroy it. So, like, mm-hmm. not so anybody gains anything, just to fuck up the United the States. The world economy. Yeah. Because it's, it's not oh, just the right. U.S. That's it's, oh, yeah. like, France has gold, Germany. Oh, right. It's like the world economy would fall. Yeah. And uh, he fights the big German guy, and he doesn't kill him. He just, like, knocks him out. Yeah. With, like, chains. Superhero McLean, two punches. He's down, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, this this was kind of reminiscent of the uh, the first one where he... With he, Carl. Yeah, with Carl. Yeah. Where he chucked him out, but didn't kill him. Well, maybe he should have learned. <laughs> Uh, that's true but anyway uh he gets he gets to the he gets to the the captain's den nest whatever uh-huh. calls in the lifeguard and <laughs> it turns out it's simon yeah no on he, the oh no that's not no no, no it wasn't he's just sitting there he's like uh yeah let me put you on hold and he's just sitting there like fuck and this one simon walks in he's like who are you trying to call the coast guard yeah, yeah they put me on hold oh they put you on hold god i love this country <laughs> <laughs> so that so he plays the yeah. The pre-recorded message that the West will fall and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. they hook him up to, um, they, they tie him up to the real bomb. The real bomb. Because what we find out was the bomb in the school was about to go off and the guy cut a wire and the liquid shot out. Yeah. And it was like pancake ma- syrup. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Maple, yeah. Some sort of ma- syrup. Yeah. But he goes, he, he's like, pancake syrup. Well, yeah. Isn't syrup thick? Yeah. It was shooting out like water. Whatever. Know. Who cares? At this point, yeah, we're already in. So they're hooked up to the real bomb. Yeah. And he says, uh, so that bomb in the school wasn't real. McLean said that to, to Simon. And he says, I'm not a monster. I'm a soldier. Yeah. Meaning I wouldn't fucking blow up a school. Yeah. I'm not a maniac. Right. So, yeah, it's pretty much <laughs> but I will blow you two up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Zeus is like, there's no real or, or clue or code. Yeah. He goes, nope, not this time. It's just goodbye. Yeah. And then John does a thing, which I, I, I always find funny. He's like, your brother was an asshole. <laughs> and then Simon's <laughs> like, ha ha. <laughs> he was an asshole. You got his number, huh? <laughs> yeah. Simon's taken off, and then John goes, "Do you have any aspirin? I've been having a headache. Yeah, I got all a day. Headache. Yeah." And he goes, "Ah!" And he throws up the thing. Yep. Keep it. Yeah, it's a lucky day. So, uh, so Simon and that chick get on the like escape boat, yep. and that German guy's waiting for him, and he goes, "He switched the gold. Where's the gold?" So she winds up taking him out. They yeah. double cross this guy. Ruthless. Yeah. This, this is damn. She like, takes the gun out, and you think she's going to shoot uh, Simon? Yeah. But she just points it at him, and bam, 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 bam. 
And the whole time, it's like she's got eye contact with Simon and his weird, like, erotic type of thing. It's uh-huh. like, oh, what is happening? So, oh, both so badass. Uh-huh. But, so, okay, so now they're they're off. Uh, John decides to, uh, he, he tells Zeus about, hey, it turns out I lied to you about the Chinatown. Sorry about that. Oh, that's low, man, even for a racist motherfucker like you. <laughs> uh, so he tells him, can you pick the lock? Yeah, if I had something. And John has, like, shrapnel from the, when they landed yeah. on the... One of the, one from, of the cable splinters. The yeah. yeah. So he pulls out this splinter and it's fucking big, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he drops it into, cause they're, they're tied to, they're handcuffed back to back. Yeah. He drops it in his hand and he gets John McClane free. But then he, um, Zeus drops the splinter and they're like, oh, fuck. So he goes, okay, I got a plan. So he mixes the liquid on a crowbar. Yeah. And he hits the handcuffs and they got to get off the boat before the boat explodes. Boat explodes. And they jump in the water just in time. Yeah. Superhero McLean. Uh, what do you think? Uh, he would have rode a surfboard as he's riding <laughs> the waves or something of the explosion. He, he would have used the same uh, chemical uh, mixture that he had already oh, on to, his feet to blow him up to blow his feet <laughs> up like like a rocket launcher. I was thinking to launch the bomb, but I guess no. <laughs> <laughs> launch the bomb out of the boat. So then he can still ride the boat in um, somewhere. I was thinking he was going to use it like the <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, those boots. Yeah, yeah. How they just jump. The Big Bertha boots. Yeah, I thought I thought he was going to like do that to like his feet, the Super Hill McLean, oh, okay. and make the Big Bertha yeah, yeah. jump. It's like in the video games where you rocket launcher your feet to get an extra high jump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Simon pretty much got away with it, dude. Yeah, they go. To, they, they're somewhere. You don't know where they are yet. But Simon is there with his crew, and they're opening champagne bottles. Yeah, and they and you figure out that all oh, the gold's there. And he says, "Yesterday we were an army without a country. Yeah. Now we have to figure out what country we want to buy." Yeah. Ah. So, but everybody's all cheering and, and like happy. Does that mean that the only person that didn't know about the plan was the German guy? <laughs> was like his number two. <laughs> yeah, the number two guy. The only guy that didn't know what the plan was. Yeah. How do you keep that for that guy? I don't know. But anyway, whatever. So John McClain and. And Samuel Jackson, they're yeah. getting worked on by the EMTs. Yeah, like I did your best. Yeah, so, so he over. goes, McLean, call your wife. So he calls Holly. Yeah, and uh, he's on hold, and he's, uh, and then he's like, "Holy shit!" And underneath the aspirin that Simon gave him, yeah, was the name of the store on the Can- Canadian border where he bought it from. Right now, or the hotel or whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Simon's really smart. I feel like he would not, but he must have figured he was going to die at that point. Yeah. So fuck it. I'll just throw this bottle with the name of the place. Right. The only thing that Simon did that I didn't like as, as a villain is the same thing all villains do. Whereas, um, and, and, and they make fun of this in Austin Powers, where he's like, uh, I'm going to elaborate plan to kill you and then leave and assume it all went to court. Oh, and Scott's just like, I have a gun yeah. in my room. Yeah. Let's just shoot him in the head. Yeah. Right now. We'll do it together. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, twice. He's like, destroy the damn. We'll blow the dam and instead of having that guy go in and kill him. Mm-hmm. No, we'll just destroy the dam, assume it went to plan, and move on. Same thing this way. We'll just put him in a boat, let him explode, and assume it all went to plan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, he, he assumed he was going to be gone, but he did have the uh, the aspirin with a logo on it. So, oh, let's have a second ending to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, everybody shows up at the border, and then Simon and that chick are in the helicopter. And they're shooting at, Mc- at McLean, and he only has like a six-shooter. Right. So he only has like two bullets left. Which, coming to a battle like this, I feel like <laughs> you should have a submachine gun of some uh-huh. kind. But whatever. Maybe a rail gun even. So he he hits like the rail that's holding the, the, the line. Yeah, the, ca- a cable. the cable that's holding the sign up. Yeah. 
and the, the the what happens the the cables it goes gets it, caught in the blade in the, the blade of the helicopter right. and the pretty, it pretty much disables the helicopter blades so that it comes down and crashes. Yeah. And um, it's pretty much the movie. Yeah, I didn't like this ending, dude. No. I felt it, the ending was like so rushed. Like everything was good up until this point. Yeah, and then it just ended so fast. And then I don't like the way Simon died. No, I I, I feel like possibly. Now, I know this wouldn't be possible because they don't film movies in order, but uh, they film the entire movie and then like, shit, we're out of money, guys. <laughs> That's just a uh, helicopter. Yeah. My, my buddy's got a helicopter. We can just use that. The original script had Simon getting away with it, and there was a deleted scene, deleted ending scene where John McClane hunts him down, and he blows him up with a rocket launcher. Simon Gruber. Oh, that... But that's not very John no, McClane. Like, no, no, no. That's why it's not in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. And Zeus just tells him, call your wife again, because he had her on hold. Yeah. And you heard her voice, too, when he runs away. Yeah. She's like, John, John you John. ass! And then yeah. it goes to... It cuts away. Yeah. That's pretty... Yeah, that's a movie. That's Die Hard with a Vengeance. Closing thoughts, Adam? It's, it's still super awesome. And watching it again, it was, just, it was it was more enjoyable this time, somehow, than any other time I watched it. Yeah. It was P- really probably because I was thinking about what I'm, what I'm going to say about it. Yeah. Like, oh, this is going to be good. Oh, I got to bring that up. Oh, I got to bring that up. Uh-huh. I skipped over a lot of things, by the way, that I wanted to... <laughs> To uh, little jokes, little things that I thought were cool, but I don't want to run too long. That's fine. But like, I feel like the Die Hard movies we do run long. We've yeah. only done two now, right? Ooh, which one's next? Oh boy, That's four gonna... or five? I heard four isn't as bad as five. I heard five is just like with his son. It's just know. like god awful. I don't know. They're uh... four is Kevin Smith, right? He's like the hacker. Yeah, the Morlock or something. I still, code name? I guess two would probably still have to be better than four and five, even though two was really bad. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Well, I really love this movie. Yeah. I appreciate the first Die Hard, but I, I prefer this Die Hard over the first Die Hard. I think I do too. Yeah. Because, and, because of the, 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 the witty banter. Oh, and you, you've never, you always mentioned this in other episodes, but that one episode that we finally talked about this movie, you didn't really bring up how you, you think Simon is a better criminal than Hans. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, he's he was smarter. I mean, every, everything was planned out a lot better than than Hans did. Hans was kind of. It seemed like most of his team was in the dark about a lot of stuff. Uh, there's no communication between them, and it was one building. This is he's fucking all of New York. He's got planned out, <laughs> and New York is not a small city. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and just always flexing his power to every every chance he can get. Mm-hmm. Where Hans didn't really do much of that. Hans had a better death. Oh yeah, better death. Simon yeah. had a better overall plan. Yeah, Hans had a better American accent. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh jeez. But I, th- I think Simon had a better non-American accent. <laughs> I, I love Jeremy Irons' voice. Yeah, I love his voice. He's Scar. Yes, he is. Ah. Oh. So they're tied two to two. What's like the the tiebreaker for me? It's for me. It's Hans with. For me, it's Hans with the. Uh, that was Gary Cooper, asshole. That whole little see, section I, right I there. was gonna go a different direction with that. I I think it's the the sen- the sense of humors that uh, Hans didn't do much laughing or say many jokes. Little, I mean, the funny thing he said was like, "I read about him in Time Magazine." Oh, I think yeah. that was the funny thing he said. But even that was like, like yeah, I still crack up whenever I hear that line. Yeah, where's, I read where's, about it in Time Magazine. Yeah, Simon was doing jokes the entire time. Uh-huh. Uh So yeah, fun, fun. Plus, Hans was in both movies technically. That's that, true. that little flashback, yeah. <laughs> that little quick boom. Okay. Hmm. Well, let you decide. Email us. Yeah. Let us know which one to do, Hans or Simon. Who's better? 
that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them. We have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Adam, would you like to hear the good reviews or the bad reviews for Die Hard with a Vengeance? Start with the bad so we can get out of the way. Okay. Brian Lowry of Variety says, Degenerates into an improbable, confusing series of chases and an overly involved heist that takes t- far too long to set up. No. You're an idiot. Okay. Peter Rayner of the LA Times says, The big set pieces don't build. Really, they just pile up. By the way, I'm pretty sure he has a Vaporeon. What do you mean? His last name is Rainer. Oh, okay. That's a Pokemon joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Lastly, <laughs> this thing on? James Barra Dinelli <laughs> of Real Views says, While parts one and two built momentum to an exhausting, exil- exhilarating climax, part three has too many peaks and valleys, and it seems more of the latter than the former. The only, To me, the only downside of the movie is the end. The end is like yeah, too rushed. That's the only valley. But everything else is, is all peaks. Is, yeah. Good reviews. Mick LaSalle. Oh, here we go. Here's what I was talking about. This was the review. Okay. Mick LaSalle, the San Francisco Chronicle. An audience on the edge of its seat doesn't quibble about plot points. Yeah. Absolutely. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone says, It's a tense, terrifyingly funny action dazzler with a wow level and special effects that will be hard to top. Special effects? Well, special effects in 95. It was just explosions. I know. Okay. Finally, Roger Ebert. There, there was one bad CGI green screen thing. The whole aqueduct when he was yeah. writing the that was obviously faked. Yeah, but finally, Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun Times says basically a wind up action toy, cleverly made and delivered with high energy. It delivers just what it advertises, but with a vengeance. Oh damn! That's why it gets all the big bucks. Yep. All right. Well done. <laughs> now it's time for the game that everyone loves to play, the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys, in this case Adam, guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, Adam, the critics or the audience? Well, this is a little bit unfair because I know the critics score... I th- I, th- I think I recall it oh, okay. because this was the whole point of at the Rotten Tomatoes panel. Yes, of uh, me defending it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, th- I, th- I think I remember it being rotten, but like it was like it wasn't that. I want to say like fifty eight. Was it fifty one percent? Fifty one. Okay, right there. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's the dumbest. Yes, so bad. Audience time. Audience. Audience has to appreciate it because I mean I I can't imagine somebody saying a bad thing about it mm-hmm. and being earnest. Yes. Like if, I, could, I could picture them in like Twitter mind frame of like just fuck this movie because I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go 78, 83 percent. Yes, good. So it's right there on that border of certified fresh. Good well, certified fresh in my eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Paul Giamatti was in this. Adam. Paul Giamatti's been in a lot of our oh, movies. Okay, I, I think I know where we're yeah. going. And uh, since we like him, we want to ask what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? The bomb. Yeah, guy? the bomb guy for sure. For sure, yeah. the bomb guy. That, that, that's, all, that's all he really could be. He's probably like, okay, Paul, yeah. you got to figure out how to dismantle this bomb now. Yeah. yeah. Really cool stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info we may not know about the movie. I try to find the coolest and best ones. IMDb had a shitload of trivia at him, so I try to like narrow this down to some like interesting ones I thought you might like. This movie was originally titled Simon Says, where Zeus was scripted as a woman. And was considered oh. by Joel Silver as the fourth sequel to Lethal Weapon 4. Fox, however, Wait did not agree second. to sell the script to Joel Silver. So this was supposed to be a Lethal Weapon but sequel. If Zeus was supposed to be a chick, then... Well, I know. they. Its original script was Simon Says, 
Oh. But then Joel Silver was like, we'll oh. just turn that into Lethal Weapon 4. Oh, okay. So the woman became Murtaugh. But then, yeah, but then okay. they said, no, we're going to turn this into a Die Hard movie. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Okay. I, I can't imagine uh, Gibson doing as good a job as uh, Willis did. Yeah. The FBI questioned screenwriter Jonathan Hensley because he knew so much about the actual vaults in the Federal Reserve. An, anom- an anonymous FBI agent said, it sounds crazy, but someone could actually pull this heist off. Oh. So, so someone could, according to the FBI, this is possible. Well, well not anymore. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Because they fucking know now because of the movie. Right. And it was 21 years old? Oh, my God. Yeah. The sandwich board that Bruce Willis wore while filming in Harlem <laughs> was originally blank rather than text to ensure no one was offended by the racist message. Oh, good. The I hate niggers was added with CGI in post-production. Oh, okay. Some television broadcasts of the film use an alternate version where the sign reads, I hate everybody. Oh. That, no, that doesn't hold anywhere. It's near. that same version where instead of saying motherfucker, they say mellow farmer. Yeah. Ugh. Have you ever seen the Big Lebowski like on TBS or anything? No. The this is what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass. Guess what that is? Oh, I feel like it's only this one. Feed somebody's spaghetti. This is what happens, Larry. Do you see what happens, Larry, when you find a stranger in the Alps? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> when Zeus Carver picks up the gold bar at the Federal Reserve, he says, damn, this is heavy. A standard gold bar kept at the Federal Reserve weighs approximately 25 pounds. Wow. Finally, I think I think you'd like this, Adam. All right. The first Die Hard movie, this is before parts four and five. So this is one, two, and three. Okay. They're referencing here. The first Die Hard movie to not occur on or around Christmas, though the holiday is referenced four times. One, John McClane, they said he was a jolly old fat guy yeah. with a little red nose and a snowy white beard. I'm surprised you haven't seen him. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, Simon Gruber, second time on the phone with Walter. No, I mean Santa Claus. When he calls oh, in, yeah. they go, is this Simon? No, it's Santa Claus. Number three, Charlie's singing and a partridge in a pear tree while trying to disarm the school bomb. bomb. Right. And number four, one of the boys caught stealing from the convenience store. It's Christmas. You can steal City Hall. Finally, Adam, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Die Hard with a Vengeance, 90 million. Give me a guess on its worldwide. Box Worldwide. office gross. Remember, this is nineteen ninety five dollars. Yeah, I'm still gonna way overshoot it. I'm sure. Okay. Uh, well, because they made it four and a five, and because it was just so damn awesome. Ninety. I'm gonna say four hundred million. Okay. In the U.S., this grossed one hundred million. Oh no. Overseas, it grossed two hundred sixty six million, bringing uh, its total right. worldwide gross to three hundred sixty six million. Okay, that's impressive for ninety five. Yeah, for sure. This film debuted in first place on the weekend yeah, of May nineteenth, nineteen ninety five, with twenty two point one million. Uh, there was no weird box office mojo category for this movie. Oh, it was, it was Die Hard was the category. Well, there was a <laughs> Die Hard like series. Okay, this is the third highest grossing one in the series. What? Wait, so the first one was probably be second? Nope. First, first one was first. No, the f- the highest grossing film was the fourth one. Oh, Live Free or Die Hard? All right. Then it's Die Hard Two. What? Then it's Die Hard 3. Whoa! Then it's A Good Day to Die Hard. And yeah. Die Hard is last. The Valentine's one. Die Hard is last because it was like 80-something oh, okay. dollars. Well, they say it just for inflation? Nope. Dicks. I'm sorry, Adam. Finally, this was the 10th highest grossing film of 1995. Number one that year was Toy Story. Okay. Want to know what was number nine that barely beat out Die Hard with a Vengeance? Uh, seven. Ooh. I like That's seven. a real good one. Yeah. That's a good. Uh, oh yes, it's a good serial killer movie right there. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's 1995's Die Hard with a Vengeance, directed by John McTiernan. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us out in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're doing a comic book adaptation for a film Maestro has been begging us to do for a very long time. We're doing 2003's The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, or known by the marketing department, LXG. <laughs> Hopefully, Maestro will be here for that episode. Yeah, man. Uh, are you familiar with this property, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I'm familiar with the movie. Did you know it was a comic book? I had no idea. Okay. Well, we're gonna. This will, this will be an interesting one. Okay. So check out LXG or League of Extraordinary Gentlemen yes. next time. And until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Adam. Adam.